University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning to the Upper and Midwest. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leedham. And we are broadcasting to you live this morning from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls. Emily, we had a great first hour. No kidding. It flew by. Awesome questions in our Real Talk segment. Um, some in-studio questions, lots yep. of call-ins, yep. uh, straight talk segment. So, yeah, what a gift. Yeah, and then we had uh, uh, the gentleman talking at the top. Mark and uh, Paul were in talking about the Jericho Wall, um, their pro-life apostolate that they're doing here in Sioux Falls. So kind of that fits right uh, really well with our next segment. We're on the phone, joined on the phone this morning by Bishop John Lavore. Bishop, how are you today? Pretty good. Good to be able to join uh, you and Emily. Great, great to have you, Bishop. Uh, you're, Bishop, you're the Bishop of New Ulm, uh, originally from the Archdiocese as a, as a priest, St. Paul, Minneapolis, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in New Ulm, yeah. Bishop? Eleven years. Eleven so years. It, uh, it's gone by quickly, but uh, here I am. So <laughs> good, good, good to be here. Pray, praise God. Yeah, 
So, so uh, we're we're starting off the month of October uh, today. It's the first of October, Bishop. Uh, can you talk a little bit about why this month uh, is such a special month? Well, I think there are a couple things that uh, we celebrate this month. One is. Uh, the Holy Rosary, uh, because uh, October 7th is uh, the Feast of the Holy Rosary, Our Lady of the Rosary, and so October has that connotation of being the month of the Rosary, and also it's Respect Life Month, so we treasure the uh, human life from conception to natural death. So the two are um, two of the things that we celebrate in October, and really they're connected together because our our mother is uh, Mary, and she gave us Jesus, and there could be no more pro-life action than giving us Christ. And so, uh, so the two are tied together: Respect Life Month and the Rosary. How beautiful. Bishop, can you talk just a little bit? I think some people, uh, speaking for a friend, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, it's me, um, struggle sometimes praying the rosary because maybe my mind wanders during the prayers or, um, you know, struggling to really stay focused on the prayers, just the cadence of it. Can you talk a little bit about um, maybe either for uh, someone personally struggling to pray or just praying as a family? You know, I really have this desire to pray the rosary with my family. Uh, I have little kids. <laughs> Uh, who don't sit still for that long. You know, what advice can you give to somebody to for how to pray the rosary and then how to pray it with their family? Right. It isn't always easy to pray the rosary, and we did it as uh, a family, but, uh, you know, us kids were not. Uh, sometimes our, our minds and our energies were elsewhere, and, and it was difficult. But my dad... Uh, said, okay, let's, we're gonna pray the rosary. And he knelt down, uh, by his uh, easy chair there, and, you know, we followed suit. And, uh, so I think it's, uh, it's difficult, but to pray the rosary sometimes, and our minds do wander. Uh, but the important thing is to, to pray the rosary. You know, today we celebrate the feast of St. Therese of the Sioux, and the rosary was not one of her favorite prayers. She had a very <laughs> difficult time, uh, praying the rosary. So even great saints like St. Therese had difficult times. So we, you know, we can experience the same kind of thing. Uh, I've prayed the rosary with families, and one of the things that helps, especially with uh, little ones, not real little, they have to be a little older to be able to say the prayers, but <clears throat> they, you know, say the mystery, uh, say there's a, a couple of the, the children, and they can, you know, they can say the mystery, say the, what mystery is they're praying, and, uh, you know, lead the prayers, say the beginning of the Our Father, the beginning of the Hail Marys, and this gets them involved, and uh, that, that I think, is important. It keeps their interests that way. And sometimes, you know, I prayed with families, and they have little intention. You know, they pray with each decade. They say, well, we'll pray for the sick, or we'll pray for grandma, or whatever it might be. So um, so there are ways to get, you know, get the the whole family involved in the rosary, and that, that helps it to go a little bit better. But the rosary is the gospel in miniature, and... Uh, uh, if we really pray the rosary, we're immersing ourselves in the gospel, and uh, that's what life is all about.
Bishop, I, I love what you were just saying. I was about to ask you, um, you, you mentioned St. Therese and the difficulties she had praying the rosary. Others, um, I've gone in and out of praying the rosary, struggled at times to pray it, uh, been successful, if you will, at others. Can you speak more, as you as you just were there at the end, about how can we, we can come to appreciate the rosary prayer? You said it's the gospel in miniature. Um, how can we grow? I mean, somebody, if a Catholic said to you, you know, Excellency, why should we pray the rosary? How, how would you elaborate on your answer? Yeah. There, there are so many <clears throat> different reasons why. You know, one is just to honor our, our Blessed Mother and to unite ourselves with her um, in the worship of her Son, Jesus Christ. Um, St. John Paul II was a great advocate of the Rosary, and, and he would say, and this is, you know, comes from his uh, theology and his philosophy background, but, uh, and the, his experience in Vatican II, that you know, Jesus reveals us to ourselves, and uh, so much of the rosary is, you know, meditating on Jesus' life. So it, uh, by meditating on the mysteries of the rosary, the mystery of the human person is revealed to us. Um, and so uh, there's, a, there's that, um, uh, and just the, you know, the gospel itself, uh, as John Paul added, the you know those uh, the luminous mysteries, and it kind of you know completes the the life cycle of of Christ. And um, you know the popes for you know many many popes of when people come to visit, they give them the rosary because it's such a it's so uh, easy to carry around with us and uh, and to pray. Uh, I know during the wars, you know, many men, uh, many soldiers prayed the rosary, and Our Lady, you know, came to their assistance and, and helped them. And so there are just so many reasons why the rosary is uh, such a good prayer to, to pray. Mm, amen. Thank you so much for tuning into Real Presence Live. Uh, this is Emily Leadham. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we are uh, talking with Bishop John Lavore right now uh, about Respect Life Month and the Holy Rosary, uh, the way that the two are connected. Um, Bishop, with in, in honor of Respect Life Month, um, what's what would you like to share with listeners about Respect Life Month? Um, and and similarly too, I would love to know what is it that you hope to see in the pro life movement within your flock. Well, I think the the Respect Life Month is, is something that's developed uh, over the years, and <clears throat> it's just to call respect to all human life from conception to natural death. And uh, you know, I th- I think that. Um, you know, the many prayers that we say uh, for human life, the, um, you know, standing outside of clinics and hospitals, you know, praying for life, uh, I think it's really had an impact. You know, we've seen, uh, even in Minnesota here, a a drop in the number of abortions over the years, uh, because I think, you know, our Blessed Mother, uh, as we pray to her uh, for life, that she she affects people and so i just you know it, it's sometimes people get tired of the church saying well we're we're for love, human life and pray for the end of abortion and pray that all children be born and and all of that but we should we should never get tired uh of praying mm-hmm. for life and 
Uh, I know I I prayed. Uh, I was part of what was called Rosaries for Life in the Twin Cities, and we prayed every Friday uh, in front of uh, Regions Hospital, and uh, they were one of the main providers of abortion. And uh, uh, people would, you know, nurses would come from the hospital and they say, "We know, you know, we know," and people in there know that you're out here praying the rosary and uh it has an effect on them and now they don't they don't do abortions anymore at Ooh, regions hospital God. so um uh and i know that you know 40 days for life is a is a campaign that is is going on uh now and we have we don't we're not large enough here in New Ulm to have that, but we send our people to the neighboring diocese, St. Cloud, uh, and they have you know forty days for life. So we encourage our people to to pray for life. So I I just uh, you know I guess if I were to give a message to the people of the diocese of New Ulm, it's don't get tired of praying for life and working for life, and in the political realm as well. You know, bring that pro-life message to the political realm, and you know, as as the as Pope Francis says, John Paul II said, we propose, we don't impose, but we propose. So we can bring our pro-life message to uh, the public square and propose it. And if people accept it, great. If they don't, well, that's their choice. But we don't want to impose, but rather propose, propose the dignity of life and respect for life. Bishop, uh, since the the pro-life movement has been going on, especially since Roe v. Wade in 1973, there have been a lot of different methods and approaches to uh, to, to the pro-life message, getting it out, advancing the cause, and so on. 40 Days for Life seems to be uh, very fruitful in its approach. Is that do you, do you have much familiarity with, with 40 Days for Life and their approach and how they go about their work? Yeah, I I do, and I I think you're right. I think they they've had uh, a great impact, and uh, the stories you know that come from uh, people who participate in Forty Days uh, for Life. You know, they don't make <clears throat> the front page of the media, or uh, you know, they're not on uh, Twitter, or you know, all of those kinds of things. But there there are ways in which. Uh, our Blessed Mother and her son work in people's lives very quietly. Um, you know, we have a, a clinic here, a, a life care center here in New Ulm. And, you know, again, we're small, and uh, it's been, you know, operating for about eight years, and we've had 100, you know, saved 100 babies. And I, I uh, you know, look at 40 Days for Life as... That movement who, you know, these women may not have ever heard of 40 Days for Life, but the prayers that are said uh, in that campaign, I'm sure I have brought some of those women into the life care center and, and they've had their babies. So it does have a great effect. And sort of movements like uh, Pro-Life Across America and the billboards, you know, so many lives have been saved there. So, again, we should never get tired of, of standing up for life. Mm-hmm. Bishop, we just have a, a minute or two left. Um, one final question that I have for you is, you know, I think that there are people listening now that maybe have been touched by the effects of abortion, um, that have been affected by it. And, uh, you know, whether that's personally or a family member, uh, a grandchild, a child, um, what, what would you offer to them? What would you like to say to them? Well, you know, to affirm that God loves loves them and uh, that 
uh, he forgives them uh, when they're sorry for what they've done. Uh, I've heard many confessions, uh, and uh, many tears have been shed in the confessional. Uh, people, you know, confessing abortion, not only women, but also people involved, you know, um, uh, men who have, you know, encouraged their their girlfriends or their spouses to have abortions. And uh, so men and women both feeling the deep effects. And Jesus brings healing. He's the one. Go to him. He loves you. He'll take care of you. Praise God. Thank you so much, Bishop, for being with us today. Okay, you're welcome, uh, Dr. Burkwald and Emily. Good to be with you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Bishop. Okay, God bless. Up next, it's time to hit the road for the 10-minute tour of our local events. And later in the show, love brought two together in the most unusual way. Hear more about that with Father Jacob Buttaker. We're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. Stay tuned for more on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday, the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. And we are broadcasting to you live from the Catholic, or the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, we are about to take our 10-minute tour. Beep, beep. 
There we go. Of events going around a listening area, the Dakotas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. We're going to head over to Minnesota first, Rochester, Minnesota. Monica, are you there? Yes. <clears throat> yes, I am. Good morning. Good morning, Monica. Can you tell us about your event? Yes, we uh, we have our Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota annual meeting coming up on October 8th. It will be held at 10 a.m. at Pox Christi Parish in Rochester, Minnesota. And we would like to invite uh, any of the uh, parishioners or the uh, people in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester to attend. So any of the pastors, parish administrators, finance council members, school administrators, cemetery trustees, people like that. Um, And what we'll be talking about during the annual meeting is really a uh, perspective on the 2020 economic outlook. Um, Also learn more about the Catholic Foundation and Catholic investing and how we ourselves invest more than $24 million um, in assets that we have. So we would like to uh, invite people to attend. There's, uh, it's free of charge. We would appreciate an RSVP. Any uh, RSVPs can be, um, just contact me directly. Again, Monica Herman. And my phone number is 507-858-1276. What, can you give that number once more, Monica? Yes, Monica Herman, 507-858-1276. And the event again is October 8th at Pox Christie Parish in Rochester, Minnesota. Monica, we got about half a minute. What would be like? Why would somebody in the diocese of Winona, Rochester, want to come? What would be the benefit for them? Sure, um, absolutely. We uh, again, we invest more than uh, twenty-four million dollars in assets, and want to talk more about uh, parishioners and those responsible with leadership roles in parishes on how they can possibly uh, they might want to invest with us or or look at another opportunity to invest than maybe what they're doing now with uh, CDs or savings accounts, things like that. Thank you so much, Monica. Monica. Thank you. All right, we're headed over to Duluth, Minnesota with Dr. Dan Skorich. Did I say that right, Dr. Dan? Yeah, Dr. Dan Skorich. I'm calling just to invite people to our annual White Mass on uh, Sunday, October 20th at the 1030 Mass. It's at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. The address is 2801 East 4th Street in Duluth. The date is October 20th. Bishop Serba will be uh, uh, serving the Mass. He'll be giving a blessing on all health care professionals. That includes doctors, nurses, administrators, staff, uh, pharmacists, any people who are involved with health care. We'll have a little reception to follow down in the basement. Uh, and we hope to see everybody there. You can find more information on Duluth. CathMed.org. That's our website for our Catholic Medical Association. DuluthCathMed.org. Wonderful. And uh, people do not have to be a member of the Catholic Medical Association chapter to attend this event, correct? Correct. Yeah, it's open to everybody. Uh, all all denominations. Anybody who wants a blessing on them for uh, being a healthcare provider, for that vocation as a healthcare professional. So we invite everybody. Beautiful, and I know some members from uh, our Catholic Medical Association have actually attended your White Mass in the past, so I know it's not just open to uh, people in Duluth or within your diocese, but that other people are welcome to come as well. It can be really a great opportunity to get get, uh, Catholic medical professionals together, huh? Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dan. Again, that's the Diocese of Duluth, the Catholic Medical Association. And that is October 20th at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary with Bishop Serba at 10.30 a.m. Wonderful. A reception in the the basement afterwards, in the hall afterwards. And that is a Sunday. The 20th is a Sunday. Sunday is the 20th. Great. Great. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, Dr. Doctor, thanks, Dr. Dan. We're going to go from eastern Minnesota over to western Minnesota in East Grand Forks. Uh, Bob, are you there? Yes, I am. Bob, can you tell us about your event? Well, we'd like to invite everybody to a special event we're having at East Grand Forks Sacred High School <clears throat> in East Grand Forks, Minnesota on October 4th, so this coming Friday. Um, we are going to be showing Paul, Apostle of Christ, um, and uh, we also will have the executive producer, Eric Rose and Doug Took of that film. They will be present and they will be leading a discussion about the film after the film. That's on October 4th. Um, October 5th, we have our convocation of missionary disciples in the Crookston Diocese. That will also take place from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. in East Grand Fork Sacred Heart High School. And if you are a um, member of the Diocese of Crookston and that's something you'd like to come to, uh, please contact your pastor for registration. Bob, what would be the... Can you tell us a little bit more about that day? I love the... It's a convocation of missionary disciples. So this isn't just for lay people who are involved in parish ministry. Is it for all lay people? Yeah, this is our... our um, so in the Diocese of Crookston, we're doing a, a one-year um, kind of a check and see how people are doing uh, following, you know, the convocation of missionary disciples that we had in conjunction with the Fargo Diocese last year. And um, and so this is our the way for our diocese to get together and just keep encouraging people um, in their role as missionary disciples in the diocese. Great. And again, awesome. if you want to participate, uh, contact your, your, your pastor if you're in the diocese, you said, right? Yep. In the Diocese of Crookston, yeah. And the October 4th, Paul Apostles Christ, that's an event. It's a free event. It's open to the entire public. And where is it once more? 7 p.m. East Grand Forks. Okay, thanks, Bob. Sacred Heart. Yep, thank you. Next, we're heading to Walker, Minnesota. Nope, nope. We're going to Mandan, North Dakota. Sorry, I took a detour. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. How are you? Doing perfect. Tell us about your event, Kenya. I'm sorry? Can you tell us about your event? Yeah, we've got the 5th Annual uh, Knights of Columbus uh, uh, KC Festival coming up uh, October 5th, starting at uh, 6 p.m. And uh, part of that uh, event is that we're going to be doing also a beer festival. And so we've got the beer tasting uh, of eight different beers. We've got wine tasting. Uh, We've got food, which is uh, pulled pork that we smoke ourselves. Uh, Coleslaw, potato salad, beans, and uh, desserts. Uh, and that's all for that's ahead. all for thirty dollars at uh, at the Mandan Moose in Mandan. So that thirty dollars gets you both the the beer tasting and all that food that you just talked about. That is correct. Wow! Yep. Plus wow. we will be having uh, music uh, provided by PowerPay uh, DJ, and um, yeah, we've got a fifty fifty raffle and a silent auction. So it's a it's a pretty good time. So so this is. Can you tell us once more where it is then? Excuse me? Where is the event? It's going to be held at the Mandan Moose. The Mandan Moose. 
And how yep. do I get tickets if I'm interested? Well, you can contact me uh, at uh, 701-202-9103, and uh, I can have tickets for you, or you can get them also at the door. Okay, and uh, same price either way, $30? It's $30 in advance or 35 at the door. Okay, so I can save 5 bucks if I call you and order them in advance. That is correct. All right. Yep. Great. Anything else, Pat? No. I Just like I say, this is our fifth annual. Uh, the proceeds go to uh, St. Joseph Church and St. Joseph School. Um, and uh, like I say, it's a, it's a very good time. And uh, I sure uh, want to invite everybody to come and uh, join us. All right. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. And that will wrap up today's 10-minute tour. Again, this is a a segment that we feature every Real Presence Live. So if you'd like to have your event figured, Emily, you got to get ready now. Featured. Featured, but get ready. (laughs) Okay. uh, Please call Brandon at 877 Seven nine five zero one two two. Well, Ooh, that uh, one was really good. It. I've been practicing in my head. Brandon eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, and we'd be happy to feature your event. Coming up next, Father Jacob Boddicker shares with us the beauty of love and how God brought one couple together. And later, hear the inspirational story of one woman who God saved literally. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald, and I am Emily Leadum, and we are coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You won't want to miss what's coming up next. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. My name is Carol Oren, and I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My daughter, Tara, is attending Mount Marty College. The thing that I really love is that whether you're in sports or not, it's like a family. Everyone cares for every sport, for every athlete, for every student. They also do fun activities. The community as a whole in Yankton, as far as giving discounts to the students, really making them feel welcome and makes them feel a part of their community. Lead. Serve. Impact at Mount Marty College. 
Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Lita. And you are listening to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls. Emily, we only have half an hour left. This has been an awesome morning, and I'm going to definitely do some shopping here at the Mustard Seed before we go. (laughs) So we're going to need to wrap up so I can get back to work. (laughs) But I need a little shopping time. (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're joined um, on the phone this morning by Father Jacob Boddicker. Father, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Great to have you on. Father, can you tell us first, before we get into uh, the reason we're having you on this morning, tell us a little bit about yourself, could you? Sure. I am a fairly recently ordained Jesuit priest, uh, ordained in 2017, originally from eastern Iowa, and I'm the pastor of two parishes on the Rosebud Indian Reservation. Praise God. Thank you for serving on Rosebud. Beautiful. And... And there was some exciting things that recently happened in your parish in White River. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so I, much to my surprise, but the vow of obedience will always surprise you. Uh, <laughs> two parishes here, um, even just shortly before my first anniversary of ordination. And wow. About a, a year into that ministry... Uh, a young man started coming to my parish. He just moved into town uh, from Brookings, and he began teaching at the middle school there. And uh, told me after a few weeks of coming that he was engaged to a young lady from Nicaragua that he had met in the Peace Corps, and was wondering if uh, I could help do his marriage prep, um, which is something I'd never done. Because <laughs> again, new priest, new priest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talk about a fire hose. Pardon? I said, talk about a fire hose. There, yeah, when it rains, it pours. You're jumping right in then. (laughs) Yeah, I I liken it to uh, recently married people who find out they're pregnant. It's like, well, how do we, how do we do this? Like, well, you're figuring out. We started going through that process, and he uh, would come. We, I think, we started meeting in January and did marriage prep all the way through May. And then he went back to Nicaragua to help his uh, future bride finish the immigration process and pack. And um, she has a 10-year-old daughter, so helping her pack her things. And so he had a lot on his plate. And uh, Mm -hmm. meanwhile, I was just kind of waiting to hear back from him. And suddenly, there they were at Mass in, uh, I think, late July, early August. And I got to meet them for the first time. And then he said... So what do you think about a, a wedding on August 10th? Well, it was two weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, he explained, you know, part of the immigration process is um, if you're immigrating to our country to get married, 
you have a, a certain time limit in which the marriage can take place before your, I guess it's a visa that expires. So uh, I said, yeah, we'll do what we can to pull that together. Let's plan on August 10th. So I had two weeks to kind of get all this ready. And I mentioned it to one of my parishioners and she just jumped right on top of it. And she started making phone calls and contacting friends and pulling together people in the parish uh, to really make this as special as we could, especially for the bride and her daughter. They had no family or friends in this country. Um, English was still something they were learning. And, uh, you know, they didn't have time to plan a wedding because they were, you know, many miles apart, bride and groom, for a long time. And then spent the summer doing, getting her ready to come to this country. So they trusted all the wedding planning, everything, to myself and my parish. (laughs) Wow. If you're just so tuning you in, imagine your own wedding day, all yeah. the planning that comes into it, trusting strangers to do it. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. And we are talking today with Father Jacob Boddicker, uh, who's a Jesuit serving um, on the Rosebud Indian Reservation uh, in, in South Dakota. Telling this story, Father, about the, this couple who um, got married. And, 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 and you just said the bride entrusted all of the, both of them, entrusted all of the wedding planning to you and to, to your parish. And it's my understanding it's been a while, right, since there have been a wedding in the parish at all. Yeah, looking at the record, there was a wedding in 2017, but it was with a, a priest from outside the parish, and um, nobody in the parish seems to remember that wedding, so it might have been a couple kind of from the outside who had a maybe a historical connection to the parish. Sure, okay. um, sure. The last parish anyone rem- or the last wedding anyone remembers happening at the parish uh, was back in the early 2000s, so almost 15, 13 years ago or so. Wow. So this was yeah. really exciting for the community then to have to have a wedding in the parish. And okay, I I, I have to ask this question: uh, Did the bride have a dress? What did they? You know, like what did the what did the uh, what did the wedding actually look like? What did the reception look like? I'm just fascinated. Yeah, so the the bride was able to get a dress in Nicaragua before she moved up here. Okay, um, that was the one thing that she got, <laughs> um, but she didn't have a veil, and so the parishioner who started planning everything and pulling things together, she actually lent the bride her own wedding veil mm. from her wedding. Uh, several years prior um, and was just anything that the couple needed. We just like figured it out. Um, the wedding itself, uh, several friends of the groom who's from Brookings originally were able to come. His parents served as um, the best man and the oh, maid of honor wow. as, and the, the witnesses. Wow. Um, and the bride's daughter served as a flower girl. Oh. Um, I was able to borrow um, artificial flowers from my other parish, <laughs> um, antique lace decorations from one of our other mission churches. I just like pulled wherever I could find it wow. from our churches and to decorate the church as beautifully as we could. Um, the couple decided to go with the, the readings for that Sunday. Uh, simply because they didn't have time to really 
collective sure. readings they wanted, but they also decided to uh, have the wedding also be a visual mass so that those who attended, as well as them getting ready to go on their honeymoon, <laughs> um, that would be their, their Sunday mass. And it was really beautiful because the second reading um, was about Abraham by faith obeying God to go to a, a new place, uh, to go to a new land, to start a new life. And so wow. that really resonated with the bride's own story. Father, um, what, what 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 strikes me about this is just how I mean, every wedding, of course, the the parish is involved in some way, um, but usually it's you know family and friends, especially of, of of the couple getting married. But how really the entire parish, or you know, in, in an unusual way, was um, the entire parish coming together to help with this wedding? Yeah, and even at the wedding, there were parishioners who, you know, weren't acquainted with the couple at all, but. When I invited people to come, if they wanted to, the, uh, the previous Sunday, several parishioners did come to support the couple, you know, mm. to fill the pew. Um, the wedding reception itself, I was shocked at how good our hall looked. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the friends, some friends of the, the groom were from New York, and they were commenting on how the tables were decorated and said, mm. you know, if we hired somebody where we're from, to decorate like this. It would cost thousands of dollars. Wow. Um, wow. Because the prisoners got uh, trimmed cedar and uh, kind of had runners of, like, cedar garlands down the middle with uh, slices of freshly cut cedar wood um, with little, like, lanterns on them and wow. some sage so, and some uh, stalks of wheat just to give, like, a South Dakota welcome. Um, there's a lot of blue and white streamers, which are colors of the Nicaraguan flag. And people came from all over to provide food. So there's a really good meal, roast beef and potatoes and gravy and corn and just, you know, all the good kind of South Dakota stuff to really welcome this family and to celebrate them. And it was, it was awesome. We got a three-tiered wedding cake from the local grocery store. Like, wow. They were very accommodating with that. It was just awesome to see it all come together. Beautiful. Well, Father Jacob Boddicker, uh, priest by day, wedding planner by night. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that story with us. What an inspiring tale. And God bless you and your parish as you continue to serve there. Thanks, Father. Thank you. My pleasure. God bless. Coming up, God saved her life and her story is nothing short of miraculous. Stay tuned to hear Immaculate's story of faith during Inspired Sharing Your Journey. And we're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls. I am Emily Leadham. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. You know, when we talk about the Holy Trinity, I think the first two persons of the Trinity, the Father and the Son, are easier to relate to. The tricky one, of course, is the Holy Spirit, because we think of a spirit and we think of something that's invisible. We think of something that is really uncontrollable, that that we just can't quite grasp uh, with our senses. And so, of course, we, we struggle to really figure out what the Holy Spirit is all about and who the Holy Spirit is. But nonetheless, we know from what Jesus has revealed in divine scripture, from what he said, we know that the Holy Spirit above all clothes us with power from on high in other words gives us an abundance of graces so that we can live the Christian life we know that the Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us of all that Jesus himself said and taught and so as we strive to grow in our relationship with the Lord Jesus and with the Father and with the Holy Spirit uh, it's super helpful for us to actually invite the Holy Spirit into our times of prayer into our times of study and into our day-to-day lives so that we can have the strength to grow as Christians We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confession are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Inspired, sharing your journey. Good morning and welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're here with me, Emily Leadham. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we have been having an excellent morning, having uh, really fascinating conversations with people from all over the region. And this next segment we are so excited for. We are here with Immaculate Ilabagiza. Immaculate, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank well, you for having me. <laughs> thank you for giving us some of your time this morning. Immaculate, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm just going to jump right in. I think your story cool. is not, nothing short of miraculous. For those that haven't heard it before, can you just give us a little glimpse of kind of what you what you have been through? Yeah. Uh, so, yes, again, thank you for having me. So, I come from Rwanda, this tiny country in the center of Africa. And in 1994, I was a student in the college, my parents were teachers. My, my dad was actually director of Catholic schools, and my mom was a teacher. And we belonged to a tribe that was hated, really. It was political things. It's almost like a, between them, um, you know, political parties, but it was tribe. So the government was in power, have decided to kill every one of my tribe. Mm. And 
the very first time it started, I can remember our world was over, was April 7th. We woke up and they told us the president who was in power was killed and we knew there would be trouble. My parents asked me to go to hide to a neighbor who was from the other tribe, who told not everyone was bad in that tribe. It was, again, very just political. I went to the neighbor. He put me to sit in a bathroom of three by four feet with other seven women, thinking we are going to come out two days later, three days. We spent in that place three months. Mm. Three months. Three months. I can I can't uh, even imagine. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was terrible. So, but then the worst thing we came out. I mean, during those three months, they were haunting us. They were looking for us. There was not one day or one hour that was peaceful in those three months. Mm-hmm. It was like every second they would be shouting, coming near. The government gave order to search every home. It was really the Holocaust, you know, like to, to search every home to make sure there's no one of my tribe, children, all the people, they said we have to cleanse the country. So we came out and a million people had been killed when the war was over. I mean, the genocide. And uh, a million of people of my tribe had been killed and even people from the other tribe who tried to protect them. Hmm. And um, yeah, it was terrible. Everyone in my family I left behind was killed. Our homes were destroyed. Everything we owned. And the only thing really I felt that I had was my soul. Um, every memory my parents gave me, every education they gave me, you know, everything I only held in my heart, in my mind, it is all I owned. Everything else was gone. Mm. So how did mm. your how did your faith carry you through um, that time? You know, I will never forget when I was separating my father, and I really didn't know how terrible things would go. I was just one girl among the three boys. Even my brothers were like, you have to go, go. We can run, but you are a girl, and you don't, we don't want you to be in trouble. So I left out of obedience to my parents. But when I was leaving, my father handed me the piece of the rosary. It was a moment that was so powerful, we didn't say much, but it was as if he was telling me, open me, I will not be around. You know what to do when you need a parent. You pray. It was so emotional, but then I couldn't accept it, but I know it, what it meant. So I held those, those beads. It's all I left with. I was a student in college. I had my lipstick, I had my little bag, nothing I left with, only the rosary. So during the time I was there, I felt as if my way to connect my father, to ask for help, for protection, it was through that prayer. I prayed morning until night. To a point where I, I reached a place, a time, I said, if I just say words, they, they don't do much unless I mean them. And that's really when the, the true conversion or the change of heart started. Even to say our father who art in heaven, was like, no, I, I can't mean it. You can't be the father of the bad guys. But if you say pray this way, you must be the father. You must say the truth because you are God. Mm. How can you be the father of everybody, even the bad guys? It was a huge change of heart. I came out a different person because I confronted God in a true way. I really wanted to say, I want to make sure what I say, I say is sincere. And then I can also benefit from his promises 
that are in the Bible. When he said, for those who believe all things are possible, then I, I need to know I truly believe his word. Yeah, it was a huge change, a complete new person. If you're just tuning in, this is Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Lido. And we're talking on the phone with Immaculate Ilba Giza, who survived the 1994 uh, genocide in Rwanda, the only member of her family to do so. Uh, Immaculate, you're just talking there about the change in your faith um, when when you left after spending three months in a three by four bathroom um, with with several other women, um, you prayed the rosary and, and how you even came to realize that our our Lord, our God, is the God uh, not only of the victims of your family members, the other members of your tribe, but of of the killers as well, and, yes. and the change that entailed. Um, what what message? W- would you like to to share with those who are listening with us this morning, having heard about your own what you've ex- what you experienced twenty five years ago? What I want to tell people is that to really acknowledge first that we we are all passengers on Earth, and it really what makes a difference between people is how we have lived and to, about love and hate, how, if how much we have loved, how much we have given ourselves and spared. And I want to tell people, I really have seen all I went through and I have seen the hand of God in my life. And I just want to tell people, no matter what you might be going through, there's always hope. God is almighty. Keep on his side. He's a father of everybody. Just like a father would have children who do bad and do wrong, but the father still loves them anyway. But don't be the person who falls to hate your own brothers. And even if sometimes you have to run away from them, if they're about to hurt you or they can hurt you, and you can avoid them, you know. But to remember there is hope with God. Every word God said is real. And decide we are all going to die. We don't know how and when we are going to. But to take every day as a gift and love it and do the best you can. If you need to reconcile with somebody, do it today. The youngest member of my family was eight months, you know, and others were, of course, like much older, my grandpa, and my brothers who were younger than me, older than me. And I'm thinking, we all had a plan for the future. But really what makes a difference now is how my brother lived with his friends at school, how kind he was to the best friends they were playing, to the friends that they played soccer together, how kind he was towards them. Yes, humane. And I think that what matters. Today, I feel I live my life much more with peace and more excitingly because I know every day is a gift. Just mm. to let people know that, yeah. What a message of hope and what a great reminder for us all. And Immaculate, you're going to be sharing more of your story. Um, just here in this in the last couple of minutes, um, you're going to be sharing more of your story in Valley City, North Dakota this week for a parish mission. Um mm-hmm. And and this is, is there a particular message that you'd like to send to those that are uh, coming out for this event and an invitation that you'd like to make? Oh, thank you so much. Well, I want to tell people, I definitely look forward to have to see many of you. I, ha- I, I do give retreats every month around the country in the U.S. or outside of the U.S. And one of the things I see people coming out of this is that there will be many decisions. Is that first, people say, I'm going to love my family as much as I can, and I'm going to forgive. And that is a grace I pray for everybody. I go into details how I came to 
in contact with the killers of my family and the process of forgiving them. And I really want to share with, with people just the power of the rosary. Mary, as a part of as my mother, how she was a huge part of my life, you know, during that time and, and even now. You know, many times people will say, oh, so you must be an orphan now. I'm like, oh, I, I can't say I'm an orphan knowing that my, my Our Lady is my mother. Mm. So I expect many blessings for sure as to tell me after the retreat to happen now too. Well, Immaculate, this retreat sounds fantastic. And again, that's in Valley City, North Dakota, uh, this weekend, October 4th and 5th uh, at St. Catherine of Alexandria. And and people are welcome to come. You can register by contacting Annette. I think it's Michek. And her email is Annette, A-N-N-E. T-T-E, Annette at Immaculate.com. Um, and uh, there's also a phone number here. You can call 701-320-8469, 701-320-8469. That sounds like an incredible retreat. I would love to be there looking at the schedule. You have some Aww. great things in store. So uh, know of our Thank prayers you. for you as you travel to uh, Valley City this weekend. Sure, and they can go to my website, by the way, to register also. My website, immaculate.com. Oh, immaculate.com. And that's I M M A C U L E E.com. Yes. Great. Thank you, Immaculate. Thank you so much. Wow, what a story. That what is, a beautiful yeah. morning we've had. Yeah, it, she's, yeah, Immaculate has been sharing her story for a long time, but still incredibly powerful. Have you seen her speak before? She not. was, she not. was at St. Lambert. I was, she's she was been, at your parish a couple years ago, right? She's been in Sioux Falls. If, yeah, recently. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah. What a gem. So yeah, we're coming to the end of the show. We'll, we'll send up I-29 to Eli to get a preview of the next Real Presence Live. Eli, what do you have for us tomorrow? Alrighty, here's what's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Father Will Thompson and Michael Goldsmith. They'll be live from St. James Coffee in Rochester. They were high school sweethearts who rejected the faith in favor of New Age spirituality and a life of immorality, including having an abortion. Tune in to hear how this couple found the fullness of the one whom their, heart, whom their restless hearts had sought for years during Inspired. And St. Mary's University in Minnesota, in Winona, is celebrating 50 years of women. Pr- President Father James Burns will tell us more about this special celebration as he talks about how women have enhanced the university over the years. And we've heard that we're called to be disciples of Christ, but are there practical ways to do this? That's what we'll discuss with Deacon Ralph Poyle as we preview his upcoming visit to the local area for a parish mission. All that, so much more, coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, only here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Back to you. Thanks, Eli. You know, Deacon Ralph, he's such a soft-spoken man. Yeah, never really, really quiet, not a lot of energy. (laughs) (laughs) If you need a cup of coffee, uh, tune in tomorrow, uh, or you can't get a cup of coffee, uh, tune in tomorrow, and and Deacon Ralph will uh, supply your need for uh, an energy boost. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, This two hours have gone by quickly, Emily. If somebody, if you you missed any part of the show, you can go to yourcatholicradiostation.com. Again, that's yourcatholicradiostation.com later today, and um, this episode of Real Presence Live will be on there for your listening pleasure. I won't be listening, Emily. (laughs) You don't like listening to your own voice? Uh, I, I can't do Well, I got to experience it. I mi- true. This I, is so I true. did not miss any part of the show. If you're looking to re-listen to something as well, um, there's a search bar, search bar on that site that you can type in Immaculate's name or whomever, Father Brodick, uh, or 
Boddicker. Boddicker, thank you. Um, and that's a really easy way to pull up specifically the segment that you'd like to share with someone. Uh, if there's an interview that you want to share with a friend, that's a really easy, simple way to find it. Uh, and I'm going to be on next month again with you, Chris. I think you might be on again before I am. We'll be on again sometime soon. Someday. So great to be with you. I'm late today. Thank you so much, Chris. God bless you all. Enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.